Go and produce fruit. In the name of God who is creating, redeeming, and sustaining. Amen. Jesus says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. And there are so many amazing sermons we could talk about. There's even a whole curriculum I'm thinking we could talk about with the roots going deep, all of us working together in the community, the vine being Jesus and Jesus' love and Jesus' way in the world, which gives us abundant life and then flourishes at the top of the vine with this notion of fruit. Go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. But you might be thinking, well, okay, that sounds lovely, but what does that mean? Bearing fruit is kind of an abstract concept, right? You might feel a little confused by that. I think that the early church was also confused. What did he mean by bearing fruit and fruit that will last? And the reason I say that is one of the earliest letters we have in the church, Paul writing to the church in Galatia, he actually says what the fruits of the Spirit are. And that's what I want to talk to you about. Guess how many fruits there are. Anyone have a guess? How many fruits of the Spirit? Yes. Seven. You want to find out? Fruit number one, Hannah. I'm sorry, Bailey. Can you come forward, please? Can you stand here? What's the first fruit? Love. We're going to sing a song at the end. That's why we got, we got volunteers. Thank you, Bailey. So love is this state where what you need, want, and feel is as important as what I need, want, and feel, right? But I have a question. It's easy to love our parents, easy to love our siblings, easy to love our friends, but is that enough? There was actually uh, a lawyer who came up to Jesus and said, okay, well, I know we're supposed to love our neighbor, but technically speaking, how do we define neighbor? Maybe there's an out. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a way to get around that. And Jesus basically tells them the story of the Good Samaritan. Basically, the whole world is our neighbor. So love, the first fruit. Fruit number two. Can you please come forward? What's that one say? Fruit number two is joy. So when you feel God's love, you then have a sense of joy. Now, joy is not the same as happiness, right? Happiness is a sense of feeling, you know, relatively positive. You smile, you feel something inside you. But joy is something you can experience when you also feel sadness or anxiety or fear. You can still rest in the knowledge and love that God loves you, that you are worthy of love and belonging and affection. You guys ready to see fruit number three? Fruit number three, please step forward. What's that one say? Okay, this one's kind of a cool one. So peace is something about feeling tranquil and calm, right? But we read in Paul's letters that there is something called the peace of God, which passes all mortal understanding. The peace of God, which is so deep and, and compelling that we can't even understand it. And I want to teach you a way to kind of experience God's peace. Remember how Miss Kathy teaches us about the elevator breaths? Deep breath in, deep breath out. So this is something that comes from the Psalms. The text is, be still and know that I am God. And this is a great way to embody and experience God's peace. So what we do is we breathe in with the word and we breathe out with the word. You guys want to try? So breathe in. Be. 
you down. Still. In. And. Out. No. That. I. Am. God. Be still and know that I am God. You ever find yourself not feeling the peace of God which passes all understanding? It's a beautiful mantra. Sometimes people even do that when they're going for surgery or when there's something that there's something they're feeling anxious about. It's a beautiful way to experience, to practice the peace of God. Who's ready for fruit number four? Fruit number four, please step forward. What's that one say? Patience. Now, this is a hard one. This is a hard fruit for me. By the way, you might be thinking, well, these feel like kind of nice things, but why are we talking about these? Well, Paul says these are the fruits of the Spirit. This is what we're trying to cultivate together. We're trying to grow these fruits in ourselves and in community, and we help each other do that, and that's a big part of the work of church. So patience is a hard one. So the Greeks talked about two different kinds of time. You've got chronos time and... Oh, shoot, I just blinked. God, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <too>. See? <laughs> thank you. So, chronos time is like chronological, right? Like your watch, right? So, that's like, you know, you want to find your person, or you want to have kids, or you want to find the job. And sometimes it doesn't happen on the time we want or expect. Sometimes it happens on God's time, which, what is that word again, Simon? Kairos. Kairos time, like Kyrie or Lord, right? So, Kairos time is sometimes things that God desires for the world happen on God's time and not on our time. But waiting patiently is different from waiting passively. Waiting patiently still invites us to participate, to co-create, to work with God, to bring about God's vision and dream for the world. But it doesn't mean we do nothing. And it also doesn't mean it will happen exactly when we want it. You guys ready for fruit number five? Okay, fruit number five, please step forward. Ooh, what's this one? So when we love other people, which is to say when the needs, wants, and feelings of other people are as important to us as they are to them, and vice versa, we can practice kindness. Can I have an example of an act of kindness? Yes. Yeah, you could give a compliment. That's thoughtful. What else could you do that's kind? If someone falls, you could help them up. Yes. Yeah. You could donate something. Yes. You could help someone who's experiencing homelessness, doesn't have a place to sleep. You could say thank you to veterans on Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. You could be kind, we could be kind to someone who voted differently than we did. We could be kind to our neighbors and friends when we're not feeling <laughs> the joy of the Spirit. Kindness. It's a beautiful thing. And how do you feel when you do those things, those acts of kindness? What, is it, what do you feel when you do that? Yes. Thumbs up. What else? A baboomba. That's sweet. What else do you feel when you do acts of kindness? Yes. You feel kind, you feel good, you feel happy inside, right? Ready for the next fruit? Come on up, next fruit. Thank you, William. What is this one? 
goodness. Okay, now this one seems a little vague. I think Paul was very excited about general positive feelings. He hilariously writes in his letter to the Galatians, against these fruits, there is no law, which for Paul meant, you know, then they're okay. So I think Paul was in law school at that point. He was saying, but the, to practice the goodness of God, for God is good, is something that we can experience. And something that I often experience in, in the African-American church tradition, it's very common to say, God is good, and everyone says in response, all the time. So someone says, God is good, and you say, all the time. That is something that people know and feel and practice. And we are drawn into knowing the fruits of the Spirit to experience the goodness of God, the abundant life that Jesus promises. Next fruit, please step forward. Let's see, you are number six. Who's number seven? Oh, here it comes. Thank you, Leighton. What is this one? Faithfulness. Okay, so being full of faith, right? So one of the things we can do to practice faithfulness is to engage in community by coming together and doing what we're doing today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for experiencing and practicing the gifts of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, and, and articulating our faith together and supporting all of us in all the ages in our faithfulness. Faith is the assurance of things unseen, right? It's believing in things, believing in God's goodness, hope, justice, compassion, and love, even when it isn't immediately apparent that that's going to take place on Kronos time. Now, I have to tell something. You guys, there's a delicious snack at the end of the service. It's fluffy. It is somewhat fried. It is covered in sweet glaze. And it starts with a D. What snack am I thinking about? Okay, now I'm going to tell you a secret. A gossipy, dramatic, all saints secret. It is not Simon's favorite snack. <laughs> Simon's favorite snack is, in fact, fruit between the spirit. And so this last fruit is in honor of Simon's favorite snack. Fruit, oh, sorry, there's two more. Fruit number eight, please. What is fruit number eight? Gentleness. This is so sweet. So the best way to think about gentleness, I'm coming up here. The best way to think about gentleness, imagine you've got the world's cutest puppy. I know. That's how I feel, right? So you've got the world's cutest puppy. How do you want to hold it or her? Kind of. Oh, yes, I got it. Raise hand. Yes. Gently, right? So if you imagine holding the world's cutest puppy super gently... Okay, now imagine someone who drives you crazy, makes you really, really mad. Could you, is it possible, I know it's kind of hard, but is it possible to imagine feeling about that person, treating that person, talking to that person as if you felt the same kind of affection for the world's cutest puppy? I know, it's difficult. But this... <laughs> I don't know if you heard that most people said no. <laughs> so, so part of, what, part of what we are called to as a church, as a country, especially right after a really divisive election, actually continuing here in Georgia, I think is some gentleness. There are people who are going to be really happy with election outcomes. There are people who are going to be really sad with election outcomes. And we're still called to go to church together, to be in community together, to be gentle with one another. 
final fruit, come on forward. Thank you, Hannah. You guys ready to see the last fruit? The self-control, yeah, that's hilarious. So uh, in summer camp, there's a really fun song. You can do all these fruits. And what happens is when you get to this last one, and we're not going to do this, but at summer camp, what happens is everyone runs in circles and screams, (laughs) self-control, which we are not going to (laughs) do. But what I love about these fruits of the Spirit, right, we're growing roots in community. We're tapping into Jesus' way of love. He is the vine, we are the branches. And then we're called to flourish these fruits of the Spirit. You guys want to say them together with me? Can you guys fruits hold them up really high? We'll go first. Ready? That's awesome. So these are the fruits of the Spirit. These are what we are called to grow and flourish together in community as we continue to practice following the way of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, fruits.